0: This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast.
1: It's the MVSP Season 3, Episode 14, brought to you by, as always, the Bulldog Radio Family. Brandon, you're sitting across from me, as always. How you doing this beautiful Wednesday afternoon?
0: You know, it's great. And, you know, it had a little bit of nostalgia kind of sitting in this seat. And I was like, you know how many times we've sat in this seat across from each other?
1: Too many to count. 109 times. Wow. With the mics on. Isn't that incredible? Probably even more because there's times where we come in here and we don't even record. That is true. We have
0: other things. And we not to count some of the interviews. that We we might be towards 150 plus.
1: Dang. Wow. That's crazy. Time flies thought? when you're having fun. Who would have thought? Not me. Of course.
0: But anyway, right into it we go. Ferris State Sports Report. It's gonna be a full weekend, and really there's only three games at
1: home. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that and, crazy? That, like everybody's playing. I know like when I was going over it just to see like what I had to work and stuff, it's just like there's soccer on Friday, soccer on Sunday, and then other than that, like there's not really much else. Home. Yeah. Like football's away, volleyball's away, tennis is away. I it's cross, cross country this week. They're away. Does everybody like you'd think that like you'd just be super busy this week, but there's really not too much going on.
0: No, there really isn't. I mean, I guess we can um, start with soccer here. Um, soccer gonna be at home on Friday taking on northern Michigan. I believe this is the last conference round of first-time opponents. So this will be our final opponent in that kind of that... I don't believe we played Northern Michigan twice, though, which was kind of interesting when I looked at the schedule. But uh, anyway, I mean, right now, coming off of a little bit of a tough game on Sunday against Saginaw Valley with that tie, nil-nil. But I mean... It, it was really kind of a, a chippy game of course as we talked about on the last episode covering the game it just really felt like there nothing was really moving as well I mean we got a lot of our opportunities later in the game after they kind of pounced on us early um, especially yeah. in the shot category they got a lot of attempts early on in the first couple minutes but I mean other than that this is a great this is a great bounce back game Northern Michigan is a pretty good team uh, I think right now you have to respect what they've done as far as their team. Uh, I believe right now they are sitting in I believe they're like the fifth position in the conference right now at four and three, but I mean or, um, four and three in the conference I should say, six and five overall. They're not a bad team, but they're not like the they're not like the rest of the conference. Like they're not like you know, you can't compare them to like Parkside or Purdue Northwest or Davenport, like the team, a couple teams below them. Yeah. They're a much
1: better team than some, the other teams we just yeah. mentioned. But they're not at the level of like Saginaw, us, and Grand Valley yet. yet. And I think that's the one thing that we're going to be seeing. I mean, especially since it's the first time they've had like, they've had seven games under their belt so far that they're going to come into this weekend pretty prepared. I mean they're four and three, so they're not like they're a they're a bad team or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I'm just more excited to see how we're gonna be able to bounce back from the tie. Especially coming I mean, Michigan Tech, we almost uh we didn't play super well during that game either, but we were able to squeak out the win there. But it's just gonna be another kind of test for us, especially just to get, you know, turned around a little bit. I think we've just kind of been a little bit I wanna say stagnant, but it's just like stuck in a rut ever since the tie with Grand Valley. Mainly mm-hmm. I just got it mainly just because we let up those two goals at the end and we had the win in the bag, but we just kinda of let off the let our foot off the gas a little bit. And I think that's the one thing now is getting back to where we were, getting the shots on goal, getting our defense to be able to really just hold out shots, you know, like uh especially with Saginaw, they had a lot of shots on goal, a lot more than we were used to seeing. I mean, Daria mostly had a lot of a lot more saves too that we were mm-hmm. than usual i mean i think she had like four or five or something like that still hold, held the shutout which was great i think that was her i think in the story i wrote it was her st- Six yeah, of some, the year or something like that. She's, six or seven. She's yeah. really close to breaking the all-time record for most shutouts in a year. So hopefully that'll go well for her this weekend. But that's just one thing I'm super excited for is just see how we're going to be able to really take this adversity that we've been seeing these past two these past two weekends and how we're going to be attacking the attacking the Northern Michigan Wildcats.
0: Yeah, and I mean we I like we say stagnant. and It's not like we're not like we can't do anything offensively. We just can't find a, the way to execute. In the back of the net is really the the biggest problem. We're still getting yeah. opportunities. Um, we've done we've had plenty of corner kicks. We've had plenty of shots. They just haven't quite got past the last yeah. line of defense. So I it's really kind of more of a slump, I guess you could say. Which I mean happens in every sport. I mean we saw um, volleyball had that little bit of a, a stretch up in the UP where they dropped a couple games. I mean earlier in the season we don't bring up the Finley game, but that was pretty much kind of the same mm-hmm. deal. Um, and I mean football with Saginaw Valley like that was a pretty gross game not one of their finest so I mean it happens with every sport and you know that there's a way to get upon it and you just got to figure out what exactly that that method is yeah. and I know Coach Henson coach, coach Henson excuse me is going to find that way because he, that's what he does he's such a great coach but this one's going to be interesting because last time we played the Wildcats was back in April in that spring season where it ended up in a nil nil draw after two OTs so pretty similar to the game that we had last week with Saginaw Valley so now and it was at their place so obviously the travel um definitely could have had a, a little part of that but i mean still northern michigan is a much better team than they are on paper right now and i think mm-hmm. that is going to be an emphasis in the locker room that's going to be put into the game plans of hey this team is not 4 and 3 they're a better team but still you have the opportunity to win on your home turf and i mean really it's going to be that catalyst that can move us into the second half of the conference schedule cuz playing some of these tougher teams twice we're
1: going to we're going to need that firepower back at its full strength like we saw earlier in the season. Yeah, and especially with Sunday game against Wisconsin Parkside it's going to be a good good kind of rebound weekend especially if we can get these two wins get the sweep and able to kind of get back on track.
0: Yeah, I mean play well Friday, play your best Friday and roll it into Sunday. Cuz Sunday Sunday will be the it's going to be that um, slump breaker if it has to come to that but we don't want it to come to that. Yeah. We want to play well on Friday and roll it to Sunday rather than maybe not play our best on Friday and then finally get it back yeah. on Sunday like, come this, out is, this is come out hot game
1: come out hot and steamroll through the weekend is what what I think the goal should be.
0: Yeah that's it's, it's kind of like the the, the the analogy that kind of comes to mind is when you're playing bad, you want to make a run before halftime. And get that confidence up yeah. rather than take it to halftime and then try to regroup all at once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, I think that's exactly what's going on here. For but sure. As Joe mentioned, we have Nor- um, Northern on Friday, and then we're going to be playing Parkside on Sunday, both of which at home. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, Northern Michigan game is at 3.30 kickoff on Friday, as well as the Parkside game at 1 o'clock on Sunday um, quickly, tennis is going to be in Hammond, Indiana, visiting our friends over at Purdue Northwest for a classic little tournament. Um, they say tourney, tournament, tourney, full
1: difference. Is it, I mean, I guess just a name.
0: I guess it is. I honestly have probably played in hundreds of tourneys and tournaments in my life, and I really don't know what the difference is.
1: I guess there's more preference. I don't know if that's like the official name is Purdue Northwest tourney. I don't probably. know. I don't know. Interesting. Hand, I don't know. That's just kind of weird. Is there a difference? I've never really seen like a, I guess that has to be the official name because I really don't see a lot of like schools or whatever say it's just attorney, you know, unlike the actual website. Right? Yeah. It's usually just tournament. It's just tournament. That's odd. Very, very
0: interesting. Quite odd. But anyway, um, there'll be an action. So wish our Bulldogs luck on the court. On Saturday and Sunday for their tournament, um, golf will also be in action. Women's golf will be at the Davenport Panther Invitational, taking place in Augusta, and men's golf will also be there. I believe, I believe it on Sunday. So kind of, kind of weird how they put that all together. I'm, it's kind of interesting. Like they have the women play on one day and then the men play on another day. Kind of interesting how they do it that way. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. But they'll be in action as well. Um, and of course, we have to cover. The Women's Volleyball Tournament, which will be taking place in, ironically, the same place. The, the nice, um, what was it called again? The, well, it was the Midwest Region Crossover. Midwest, yes. Mid-
1: Midwest. Midwest. Midwest Regional Crossover.
0: Yes. So we did get reports back of who we're going to be playing. So Friday, they'll play our friends over in Finley. How we always play Finley, I don't know. Um, and then I believe Saturday they'll be playing Missouri, St. Louis, and then Sunday to wrap it up they will be facing um, the or I think it'll I think it's TBD. Um, yes, TBD. So it'll depend on how we play in those two games, but it's gonna be fun. Gonna be a really good tournament for them to keep their role coming back into conference play in this coming week. So make sure you tune into that. But finally, the last oh. I lied. I always do it. We always do it. I always skip the sport I'm a part of. I literally (laughs) always do it. Every single time on this show, I apologize to all my teammates. I shouldn't do that. I'm sorry. Muskegon Jayhawk Invitational is this weekend, not last weekend. Brain fart on my part. But they'll be down in Muskegon on Saturday for a nice Invitational. You can go check them out. Uh, I believe the races will start at... 10 or 11 somewhere around that yeah. ballpark um, that's usually the times they've done in the past but very good opportunity um, for a lot of the for a lot of the season vets and the some of the younger guys to be able to race in a local meet and that's always fun it's always fun to be able to race um, and have your family being able to travel and see you there because obviously our our parents are our most notable fans love yes, so, to see it you know but anyway it's time to the most anticipated day of the year on the football schedule is only two days away. Anchorbone, baby. It is going to be insane, as we keep mentioning. I mean, number two versus number six. What? I guess
1: we're number three now. What? I, just, I pulled that up, or number three, I guess. Who said that? Uh, I'm looking. To, I was just going on like GV's like athletic site, just see the news and stuff like that. No, oh, I thought it's number And they number said two. Uh, number six GV versus number three Fair I don't think I'm pretty sure we're number two. Still, That's but. straight
0: up personal because we're number two. Are they really trying this like Maybe. low Who cheap knows? shot
1: stuff? What are they doing? Who knows? They're just trying to get an inch. They're not going to be able to win, obviously. My but goodness. You know what they try. It was
0: the, the Northwood game. Now the miss on the press. What are they
1: doing? But I'm telling you what. Are you kidding me? This game is going to be the most. I've said it once and I'll say it again. The most electric atmosphere for a football game that I'll probably ever go to. It's completely sold out. Standing room only is sold out. Lawn tickets are sold out. Uh, visiting side is sold out. Uh, it said that uh, their student section is supposed to be full, which is a given, and then it's completely sold out for the home side. And then there's all then like season ticket holders and all that stuff, but it's completely sold out for this game. And it's going to be televised, so you know that's so. I cannot wait. So many people are going to be at this game. It's going to be insane. So many. I mean, really... The tailgate's going to be insane, too. I cannot wait for that.
0: Yeah, the tailgate, it's going to be wild. And, I mean, the biggest thing about this game... It's gonna be a home game for GV, but it's gonna be as close to a neutral game as possible I think so, for, yeah. for, a, for a rivalry game because you can't necessarily go into this game like, yeah, we're gonna have home crowd advantage. Yeah, no. I don't understand
1: if it was like if the Bulldogs like, are in the house, if like Grand Valley was like two or three hours away, then like, yeah, you wouldn't see it. But like Grand Valley is just like a an hour ride, an hour. It's not that long. No, it's just south of like, like basically at Grand Rapids is basically where it's at, mm-hmm. and I'm. It's not going to be bad, honestly. No. I'm excited for it. The worst thing to do is just going to be finding parking. That's going to be the hardest part. (laughs) That part I'm not looking forward to. I mean, it's... I think all my friends are just taking one car. We don't have to, like, struggle to find parking.
0: Yeah, carpooling is definitely, I think, the way to go in this scenario because... And I feel like it would be, like, with the one way in and out, like, it also kind of makes it a little difficult because, like... It's not like Grand Rapids. Just walk. I mean, like in Allendale.
1: I mean, really, one road into campus and one road out. So yeah, it might they be just a got the wild. yeah. That's just like they got the one like, what is it? The it was like the copper, arch or whatever. Yes, the arch. That's like the only way to get into campus, right? Uh
0: huh. Really, I think there's a couple back ways in, but I'm sure it'll be. It's going to still going to be ticketed. We'll it's still going to be a pretty gas congested. Or something. We'll walk. Yeah, <laughs> I would rather, Yeah, park
1: at the golf course, cross the road, and just walk. Yeah, That might honestly be a play. I don't know if they can do that. but, I don't, Well, if I remember correctly, because I've been there a couple times, if you go, there's like some spots right near the start. I think there's like gas stations or something. And if you just park there, I feel like they wouldn't care.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know
1: maybe there's just going to be parking getting sold everywhere. Like there's nobody that are going to offer free parking.
0: Yeah, all I'm saying, if I have to pay for parking being a media member, it's personal. Oh, you um, got a media pass? I should be getting one. It's, I should be. Keyword should, should be. unless they find a way to like be. screw me over. Little, which, bir- little
1: birdie told us that GV doesn't take too kind of uh, visiting media. I don't even want to get started with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you we, what? This is personal. I I.
0: It's all. And it took that personal. All these little things, like the little cheap shots here and there.
1: It's just it's, funny to see that, like, it really isn't ugh. just with sports. It's ah, like everything. This rivalry I, is. This rivalry is a big deal.
0: Yeah, there's a reason. There's a trophy, and there's a name that goes all over the state and everyone knows exactly what we're talking about and what is at stake. And it really is going to be... One of the greatest games of the year if not one of the greatest division two regular season games in the entire nation this season so Anchor, um, i mean really going into this game more in depth with the football side i mean obviously everything around it is going to be a huge factor uh, i think right now looking at this game what we're going to be looking at um i mean right now for me on the offensive side um who we're going to see in at quarterback is obviously the number one question everyone's asking is bernhardt healthy We've talked to inside sources. We haven't really gotten a full answer. So, really, it's going to be a game-time decision if we're going to see number 12 on the field or
1: not. Uh, But, I mean,
0: right now, I'm not feeling too bad after what Malik did last
1: week. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing, too, is like, yeah, this is the biggest game of the year, and having Jared at the... To be at the helm as well as you know Malik and Evan will be a great opportunity for us, especially since our three like our three quarterback rotation is usually something that really helps us get on the board early and get on the board fast and score a lot of points. But I think Anise and like the the coaching staff is also thinking like late late in the season. Like mm-hmm. we I have confidence that we can win with Malik and Evan I do, but with Jared there, it's just going to be not just a basically a a, a fail safe. And we can just give him the ball when we need to. Because he'll be able to just get... I think he'll be able to get a first down whenever he wants, mm-hmm. honestly. Because he's just been showing that the first two weeks. If he didn't get injured, I'd say he would be Gliak Player of the Week every week so far. Mm-hmm. But we just haven't been able to see him the past three weeks playing. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I just think that they're probably looking forward to... Or looking to keep him healthy for later on. Especially going into playoffs. Going into, you know... uh, you know, national playoffs and stuff like that which is going to be the big big thing that they're looking forward to keeping him healthy for.
0: Yeah, I think right now you're looking... Um, um Excuse me. Um, on the ground, I mean, 2.8 average yards per carry, a uh, five yards per pass. They've been they've been pretty good at limiting big yardage plays, which has been something that we obviously strive in. So that mm-hmm. matchup's gonna be really interesting. I mean, their secondary, I wouldn't say is like elite level. It's definitely very good. Obviously, with the sixth best team in the country, it is definitely more than average. But I think right now, like you're looking at a lot of these, a lot of these big plays that we've made this year and I think it's going to be how are we going to respond if those necessarily don't go our way? Because I mean, if we make that we execute those big plays and Anise puts in that creative playbook like he always does and is able to get guys in that position like Malik Taylor, C.J. Jefferson, Tyrese Hunt Thompson, uh, maybe Sire Barnett if he's back. I don't know. He's been back at practice, yeah. so I don't know. Uh, but it's going to be what we can do if those big plays aren't available early. Because you know, Matt Mitchell is going to be trying to protect the deep ball and and that's exactly what we've been able to use so far some of these games. I mean, like Northwood, their secondary is pretty weak, and we exposed that, obviously, with Malik throwing for over 500 yards. So that was definitely one of the things, like, um, with that matchup, so we knew that we were going to be able to do that. With this team, it's going to be a little bit harder. I mean, right now, they've got a a lot of quality DBs that have really done a great job um, in their back. I mean, I think you right now, you look at how their physicality is going to go up against ours because the speed's pretty comparable, I would say, on paper. I mean, I would GV's a little bit bigger, but, I mean, not necessarily, like, substantially bigger. It's not like, you know, Reed City versus McBain kind of a deal, if you know what I'm talking about, Joe. But, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Cornstalks versus Plants, it's not really comparable (laughs) in the basketball department. I'll just say that. But, I mean, right now... I think it's going to be how are they going to try to limit our big plays and what we're going to do to respond to that. And I think if it I think if it's going to be with a three quarterback system, it's going to be all up to Anise, and I think that's definitely going to be a possibility because we've shown that we can win when they all play.
1: Yeah, when when we when we're able to just get all of our guys in it's going to be a it's going to be a great thing, but I don't know, it's just this whole thing is just going to be how how we're going to be able to go into a very it's going to be an extremely hostile environment they're gonna have guy I mean they're gonna have us that are there it's gonna be a very very heavy strong presence but still just going to lovers the way that that stadium is set up is very much like all even if it wasn't before like all eyes are on you it's down below they got like the dig out a little bit by, I think it's like six feet or so mm-hmm. so it's kind of in that bowl they have they don't have the like the full like stadium stands all the way around but it still gives you that feeling of like a big d1 you know uh Oh yeah, like a stadium. I, I mean, would say spitting five digits definitely can give you that type yeah. of a feel. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a stadium where there's a lot of. It's a great fan atmosphere, but the player atmosphere is a lot different, especially mm-hmm. when you are so used to playing at, you know, Top Taggart, which is a little bit more spread out. There's oh, not yeah. as many, you're not you know, fan spots yet. Yeah, the fans are, other than the student section, the fans are not as close, especially with that track. But at Lovers, you're going to be right on top of no track. There's nothing. It's just the football stadium. And that's the one thing that I'm pretty excited for, just being close to, the, close to our team, close to the action. And that's going to be a big, I think, I think a big thing for for our team to get used to especially coming off the bye week it's gonna be a whole new ball game.
0: yeah I mean right like how teams gonna to respond to the crowd will definitely yeah. be a big factor in this game because you know you're gonna be hearing 10,000 screaming from first snap to final whistle so how those teams are gonna respond will be interesting um, I mean right now um, I'm anticipating us definitely kind of try to establish the pass game early and if we can get guys involved Early on, like Tyler Miner and Marvin Campbell, to get start plunging and start to open things up. I think that'll make that even better. Right, um, but it's gonna like right now we haven't had to see that because obviously Northwood was not the same opponent as I mean, but it, it, they're not the same opponent as Grand Valley. But then again, Grand Valley is coming off literally the, playing Northwood, so it's the same opponent. Yes. So that's gonna be interesting. I think on the defensive side, we got to stop the run. I, that's where they try to establish their dominance early in games, and that's really what they go to when they're when they're struggling to. Um, Reed And um, Kane Beasley, the guys that were both splitting time last year, they're their leading rushers. Uh, mm-hmm. They're more of their experienced guys. So and those guys are going to be trying to plow through. And really, our front seven, if um, they can be able to lock in, stop those, and make them try to throw all over the place, I like our chances with our athletic secondary, especially if Sydney's back. Man, I really hope he plays. Um, but if he doesn't, there's still plenty of guys that can step up, make plays. So I really like that opportunity. If we can stuff the run, I'm not saying load the box I'm saying at least plug the box we're not necessarily throwing eight guys in there because obviously yeah. Grand Valley's still respectable enough we don't want them throwing on man on full man-to-man all night but I, at least being able to s- plunge stuff make them to resort to starting to throw early downs is gonna be a huge part of this game and I think if that gets how it or if that's how it ends up going with the game flow I think we got a great shot in this one
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm really confident with our D-line. I mean, you got... Ian, who was on the show earlier. I mean, you got Jordan Jones as well. You got a lot of guys who can switch out. I mean, not even just our starters, our, our, our second string too that just comes in and, re- and uh, replenish- gives some replenishment uh, to our D-line is, is a big thing too. We got guys who can step up when needed, who when they get the call, they'll be able to just fill in the spots. No no weaknesses, no nothing. And that's one thing that I think is going to be a big thing for us, especially that we have so many guys who are willing and able to really step up and meet, rise to the occasion and be able to play well. I think that's one thing that it's really going to give us the edge, especially when maybe one guy's not playing so well. We can toss in the other guy in; he'll be able to do the job well, and we'll be able to get the job done.
0: Yeah, I, I will be interested also in special teams. Um, Grand Valley's like us; they don't necessarily like three points; they like six more. So, uh, if that's going to resort to maybe some aggressive fourth down calls early in the ball game, or if there's a momentum shift going on that momentum and try to roll it through for a fourth down conversion. Oh yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think this one's going to. I mean, this one's going to be so. Fun. Fun. There's a reason it's being covered all over the state right now in college football, and really, there's no reason it shouldn't, because this game's going to be absolutely electric. I can't wait. You can't wait for it. Everybody's waiting and ready to, for this game. So, it's going to be super fun. 7 o'clock at Lubbers. If you don't have tickets, sorry about your luck. I really nothing more, <laughs> I can sucks. tell you, because it is absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was really starting to sell out last week. So, um, if you were lucky enough to snag a ticket, good for you. We'll see you there at the game on Sunday. Maybe you'll run into one of us you never know who knows? we'll be at the
1: game so you have to come I don't find think they ones. know who they look i don't even think they know what we look like well, they might know what you look like but well not me.
0: if they go and follow us at the mbsp on instagram and twitter they will know who we look like because we have some pictures of us on there that's true if you follow us and you just filled out the poll you'll get to see both of our lovely faces and what that we look true. like so that is true i mean we will obviously have masks on for a part of it or at least i probably will be in the box so um <laughs> maybe not necessarily me but you might well, be able you're to going see in joe really
1: hostile territory
0: yeah, I'm I'm gonna be in the thick of it. Like You gonna know wear all your Ferris gear though? Thick of, Oh yeah. No question. Respect. I'm not gonna back down. You Respect. kidding me? No way. They can ruffle my feathers all they want. They can Chickens. My I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We appreciate your view. Don't forget to subscribe and follow whatever podcast platform you're on, whatever nine of them you are. Um, and make sure that you go vote on our polls and go like our posts for all the notifications within this podcast, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram at...
1: The MVSP. Absolutely. But from Brandon Worth,
0: Joe Nagy, we will see you guys next time. Take care, everybody.